Aloha and welcome to Spirit Chat Radio. Today I'm going to be talking about what's going on kind of this past week, this week with the May energy. I've had a lot of questions about it. It's been very intense leading up to this full moon. Um, the biggest energetic intensities, as you guys uh, will probably notice, especially those who follow me, is we have a lot of intensity, intensity leading up to and around full moons and new moons. Those of us who are sensitive, we definitely will experience different things depending on planetary alignment, um, just things that are going on in our life. And so it's really helpful, or people tell me <laughs> it's really helpful um, when I do these energy reports and people can kind of feel less crazy, I guess I would say, because that's what they tell me. Um, in learning like, oh, okay, what I'm feeling is across the board. It's not like specifically, you know, in my own life. And that makes you feel quite a bit better usually. But anyways, we had a lot of energy, intense energy uh, gearing up last week, you will have noticed. And everybody was going through a lot of different things. So I'm going to be talking about that. I'm going to talk about what I was personally experiencing and what I do in those situations because people ask me about that, which also brings me to um, something that I've been doing this week, which is I had realized, um, most of you know I do the spiritual uh, guru box, the metaphysical store, and I started uh, realizing that a lot of the things that I do during these energy waves, um, a lot of things that I just do in general to maintain balance, and this is so funny, I don't know why I didn't really put this together stronger, um, I, I actually sell at the store, so there are things that I do in my own life that we talk about, like, um, you know, grounding uh, with incense or clearing or different things like that, and uh, using water, things that, you know, don't essentially cost you anything, paying attention to who you're around and stuff, but besides doing all of those things, I actually do a lot of other things that I realize I don't share as much about. And that would be different types of gemstones that I personally wear, um, different types of clearing things that I do, or um, maybe gemstones that I would have around the house or whatnot. Now, that, now, I noticed that I switch up. I actually posted this in my Facebook group. Um, I think it was my Facebook group. Anyways, if you're not on my Facebook or um, not on my Instagram, because I'm going to be posting some a lot more of the things that I personally like and that I personally use because I'm so sensitive, um, you want to definitely go to, I think it's Keys to Spirit World or Keys to Spirit or Keys to Spirit World on Instagram. Anyways, or you can go to my Keys to Spirit World website and click on spirit community. I think it's in the upper right hand corner and get in, um, asked to join my, my keys to spirit world group and in there or on my Facebook or on my Instagram, I, I will be adding or sharing more things of what I'm doing during, during these different times or during the phases. Cause it changes all the time for me. I don't wear, well, actually I do wear something kind of consistently, which I'll talk about in a minute, but I don't wear all the same stuff all the time. I'm not 
clearing intensely 24 seven in my house, but there are times where we are clearing a lot more than normal. That's all depends on the energy and the energetic wave stuff that everybody's going through. So, well, that we're going through, but you guys are also going through as well. So I feel the energy. I've done this long enough that I'm very tuned into what's going on and I know myself well enough and I know my gifts well enough at this time that I also know how to make the adjustments. I know a lot of these things will work for you guys as well. So I thought, well, why am I not sharing this more on some of the other things that I do just besides the stuff I'm talking about in the podcast. So I'm going to be doing that, um, talking about that a little bit today and sharing it on my stuff like I was talking about. For those of you who has asked me, I've had a few questions on, do gemstones really work? You know, is that like really a thing? I, I, some people don't believe if they work or don't work. Well, here's my response to that. For me and my family and a lot of the sensitive people who I'm around, we tend to be so sensitive and we read energy so well. We are so tuned in that we definitely feel and, and can sense the energy of rocks and gemstones. So for us personally, we can put on a certain mala bead, bracelet, stone, whatever, and we can sense a, a very calming, a feeling, calming feeling very quickly from it or from a combination, or we can have the opposite effect where that one's really not vibing with us and we can get very irritated by it. So for us personally, we definitely notice, but we are a very strange family. <laughs> and we um, do this with everything. We do it with people in our life. We do it with um, places we eat, places we travel to. I have been known to switch hotel rooms um, for different reasons. I don't do it often. I travel, I've traveled a lot, but there's been a time or two. Um, definitely less than on my fingers on one hand, but I will be like, I can't, I just, I can't stay in this room. I remember a funny story. We had gone, we were traveling. We had went to stay with some um, friends, really good friends of ours. And we had walked into a restaurant. Now this happens to me more often than the room thing, hundred percent. But anyways, we walked into this place to eat. And when I walked in, I knew immediately something's not right here. And this was a beautiful place that was actually downtown in a, a super cool artsy area of this place. So visually, many people would have just not even thought anything. But the minute I walked in the door, I'm like, no, thinking in my head, this, this feels weird. Something's not right. I, you know, kind of look around and I realize it's obviously not the place. So it had come to me very quickly that it was the food. I could tell that there was something, most likely the food wasn't being prepared properly or there was something going on with the food. Um, I didn't tell anybody I was with. I thought uh, maybe, you know, cause sometimes I don't like to freak everybody out. So, and also sometimes Oh, never mind. Anyways, I'll just get into the story. So I, we go in, we sit down, and I think, okay, I, is this going to be, is it bad enough that we should leave? 
or is it bad enough? Or, I mean, how I, I'm reading the place as I'm sitting down and kind of reading, I'm feeling the menu, I'm feeling out the place. And it gets to a point where I'm just like, no, we can't eat here. This is just, it's not one or two items. I don't know what's going on, but something's going on in the kitchen, not, not going to be a good place to eat. So I say to my husband, um, I can't eat here. Now we had driven an hour at everybody's starving. And so I really did not want this to happen. Everyone, everybody, including myself, like I'm not a fan of like getting back in the car at this point. And he says, why? And I said, I just can't. I just, and he knows when I say that I'm that there's something wrong. And so anyways, uh, one of the, my friend's husband had heard this. He says, so what? And I said, I, I'm, I'm sorry, I can't eat here. And he goes, and he goes, you can't eat here? And I said, yeah, I, I'm just not going to be able to eat here. And he stood up from the table and he goes, well, we're out of here. And I looked at him and thank God, instead of offending people, and they were like, what? And he's like, if Jen's not eating here, I sure as heck I'm not eating here. So anyways, we do it with everything. That's kind of my point. Um, we went somewhere else and ate somewhere, somewhere else that felt that was a really tiny place, had a kind of like a hole in the wall. It was amazing. Loved it. Whatever. So my entire life, I go on feel. And so back to the gemstones, I very much can, I, I, for me personally, even clothes, there will be, I've done, done a podcast on this and it, it can even be a color that day. Um, I, I pick all my clothes by feel. What color vibe do I feel like I need to put on that color I know will balance my energy or my chakras for whatever reason I need that color on that day. And I've even tried where I'm like, yeah, but I really want to wear this red shirt. Red's my, one of my favorite colors I used to wear all the time, but I really want to wear this and I'll put it on, do all my stuff, go back, take it off. I just, I can't even do it. I don't even know why I try it. Like if it's, it's so ridiculous, but of course, you know, two days later, red might be good, but whatever I do, I, I, when I've tried to work through it, I'll try to go against it and yeah, it doesn't work. So yes, for me and my family and the people I'm around, everybody can, we're so sensitive to energy and we're so attuned to it in all of our life that we definitely can feel a difference. For those of you who may be developing sensitive um, abilities or maybe you're developing in some areas and you just happen to not be as sensitive to energy as my family does, you may not notice um, things with places or you may not notice things with gemstones or different things like that. Because reading people, when you go into like, when you meet people, that is the easiest thing to read because it's kind of like live energy that kind of has like a intensity behind it. So when you're first learning to read or you're an empath or your skills are just starting to develop, people will be your primary um, energy source. You will definitely feel vibes from people first. If you go on to develop a deeper gift or you just naturally happen to have a deeper gift like I have and my kids have since we were little, um, my gift was always, it just always happened to be places. Um, that was not something I never really had to work that hard on. Um, 
getting deeper into it, like for instance, the food place and what was it about the place where I had to go deeper and figure out, oh, it was the food and how it was prepared. That took a little bit of training, but I've always done it with um, places. And then items, uh, that actually developed with me as I got older. So, um, no, that's not true. Because, now let me think about that a minute. Because I mean, like pawn shops and things like that, that definitely was a problem for me when I was young. Like when I was little. But what I'm saying is like gemstones or um, things like, uh, different things like that that definitely heightened it as I got older. Now that I'm thinking about it, it's kind of like, I'm, <laughs> I'm just thinking about this as I'm trying to tell the story. When did that I become sensitive to those things? But now it's just, you know, it just all goes together. But I do remember, um, you know, like I said, pawn shops and all that just always freaked me out. So anyways, um, for me, I've always been super, super, super sensitive. And some of my sensitivities even got stronger in my 20s. And definitely as I did more readings and all that kind of thing as I got older, um, it, I became more sensitive and more sensitive. Now, if you are not sensitive to rocks or stones or things like that, or, you know, you can't feel the energy of, say, mala beads or something like that, it doesn't mean that you're not necessarily sensitive. It just means that your sensitive levels, your energy reading might be um, more in a certain area, people, animals, that sort of thing, which is a very easy energy read. Um, or maybe you're not developed to a um, different level where you can feel the energy of items and stones or things like that. So it just depends. It doesn't mean that you won't be that way. Um, it means it's different for everybody and their level of development. So that's kind of... Um, where that is just to answer anybody's questions. So before I get into the main energy, this one has been uh, a super rocky boat and it all week, I had like a bunch of readings that I did this week too. And even the people I around, everybody was feeling very off kilter. Um, one, some of the things that, one of the things that I was wearing this week to sort of calm that is I always wear my hematite and I always wear my shungite. Um, shungite I wear because I'm on the computer a lot, um, but this really helped with, because it helps with um, negative emotional patterns, which we're gonna get into, which was kind of going on with this energy wave. I always wear my hematite, always, almost always. Um, sometimes I'll take it off and I'll throw some other stuff on if I'm gonna be going out and doing something. but. Uh, hematite is super grounding. A lot of people don't know that it's very manifesty as well. But for me personally, I really need to pay attention to the grounding part. So, but this week, which was kind of funny, is we had gotten some blue tiger's eye in. And I literally put it on and have not taken it off at all um, since, well, that's not true when I sleep. But, you know, I've worn it every single day. So for me, it's been shungite, hematite, and um, my blue tiger's eye. Now I don't have that on the site if you're wanting to get it, but for those of you, if you want to get it, it's not up on the site yet. You can j just email me. I'll hook you up somehow, but it, at Jennifer at keys of the And then, um, I'll figure something out or I'll get it up on the site right away and let you know. Um, the 
tiger's eye is for spiritual balance. And um, when you get into a blue tiger's eye, um, you, it's, it calms energy. It calms um, spiritual energy. And it calms, um, it actually helps with the um, physical and the spiritual world imbalances and balances. And that was super important for what we were going through this week. So it's funny because how I choose my stuff is I don't even look at what it's for. I, I have a lot of stuff because obviously, um, I get to sample everything. So, uh, I just go to my, you know, where my, all my mala beads are and I just pull the ones I'm drawn to. And then I know, and you guys should do that too. Then you know that that's what you need that week or that day, because what you're going to need is going to be different than what I need sometimes and that sort of thing. So that's what I've been wearing this week. And then I'm going to get into some other stuff I've been personally doing. And that was basically the blue tiger's eye, the shungite and the hematite calming energy and all that sort of thing. And it was awesome. So as we get into the May stuff, here's what's kind of been going on with people. Um, there has been a lot of fears that are still coming to the surface. This has been going on um, for probably a month now, but it really has intensified. But it's intensifying with a bit of a spin on it. So that's going to be really cool. Um, the fears have been so intense, it's causing a lot of anxiety. But so basically with this wave or what you should be kind of experiencing or what you're probably experiencing is, um, if you're sensitive is, uh, fears, anxiety, and opportunity. And I'm going to get into that a little bit in a second, but I want to address the fears and anxiety before I get into, um, the opportunity stuff. So many of you might be finding, and this happens a lot when you have an adjustment to an energy wave, um, you'll end up with disrupted sleep patterns. Um, that has been horrible this week. And it's really interesting because when it gets really intense, my grandbabies, especially one of them, um, will not sleep normal. And I, my, my sleep patterns are just messed up like OMG messed up. So, um, and I'm not like the best sleeper anyways, because I'm so sensitive. Um, I don't get deep sleep and hardly very often, but when these waves come in, it's, it's not even that it's even, I would care less truthfully if it was five or six hours of deep sleep, that'd be awesome. Well, even if it wasn't that much, but you know, at a time, but what happens with these energy patterns is it's very choppy sleep and it, it, it starts to make you feel like you didn't get any sleep. It's very choppy. You're, you, even if you're really exhausted and tired, you fall asleep early and then you sleep till eight o'clock, um, in the morning, it feels like you slept maybe two hours because you were up and then you were asleep again and then you were up and nothing felt fluid. You will have very choppy, disrupted sleep. So that's one thing that's been going on with this. Um, what happens with um, a new moon, new moon and full moon phases is it tends to open um, energy portals. And when the energy portals open, this we're not as protected from low vibrations 
as we normally are, I guess I would say. So it's kind of like, hey, party time, everybody come in. Um, but there's also some other, there's reasons those portals have to open. So it's not necessarily, hey, let's screw up your life and then like let all this crappy stuff in. Um, there's, there, that makes our connection to the spiritual world stronger. Um, it makes our access to our guides and stuff stronger. It makes the um, uh, spiritual energy that we're looking to use for manifestation and opportunity stronger. So with all these really positive things happen, the low vibrations can also just kind of slip in and, and come on in at you. And so what they like to do when they kind of seize this opportunity is, of course, same thing we talk about all the time is lowering everybody's vibration. That's their job. Um, can't fault them for that, I guess, right? Uh, and, and for you guys, you should really look at this as a learning opportunity. I started looking at it as a learning opportunity years ago. Doesn't mean that it's less uncomfortable for me. It's just that I feel more educated and more aware of what's happening with my own energy field, um, things that I need to clean house on uh, when things like this happen. So these low vibrations come in, and but with the planetary alignment, so the, the, the low vibration isn't really causing the fears that's causing the anxiety. With a planetary alignment, all these fears are beginning to surface. And why are they beginning to surface? Because you actually, right now, with the way that um, the universal energy is, it's time to clean house spiritually. This will happen every so often during the year, uh, every probably four months or so, four to six months. And... It is a great opportunity to see and address and acknowledge things that you're holding in your energetic field when we have um, some alignment such as this. So how do the fears come through? They can either come through in the daytime uh, during your times of anxiety or they can come through at nighttime through dreams. Most people have them come through with dreams that are kind of really messed up. So that brings me to the dreams part. Now, this week, I think, and I was, I was telling somebody the other day, I, I honestly think that I had one segmented dream that went on for like, oh, geez, I don't know, a couple hours that just was fear after fear after fear after fear. I swear to God, there was like 18 fears in there, things that I did not even know that I was like kind of freaked or worried about or stressing about like weird things from big thing to little things. And it was just like, what is happening right now? But I, it, okay, I don't enjoy when it's happening at the time, but after I wake up, I feel kind of blessed and a little grateful that I have been shown all of these fears. Your guides will help align you with opportunity with planetary alignment. And they will communicate with you many times through your dreams and, and help pull those fears to the surface so that you can start releasing them. And if you, you can't release fears that are in your energy field when you don't acknowledge or can't see that they're there. And what I mean by that is like many times people are super stressed about I see I do so many readings where people, they will say or underplay a fear, worry, or concern that they have when I can read in their energy field or see in their energy that that fear, worry, or whatever is affecting them 
much deeper with their money chi, relationship chi, whatever, than they're acknowledging. And when that happens, it can cause some serious disruption to uh, your life and your comfort of basically how you're living, your quality of life, I guess I would say. It can really mess things up for you. So when we have alignment such as this, it's really a blessing for, to be shown all these little things or all these big things that you're afraid of. The, the opportunistic part of that is instead of going, wow, I had some really messed up dreams of stuff that freak me out. The opportunistic part is, huh, this obviously was important enough to surface at this time, full moon, new moon, whatever. It was obviously important enough to surface and be shown to me in some light in a way that I'm holding onto this somehow. Somehow I'm contributing to holding onto this energetically. And that's your opportunity to go, hmm, well, I wonder why, but I got to let it go. So that's super awesome. And you need to, if you're having it now, or if you had it this week, or you remember having it, now's a really good time to just take opportunity to spiritually clean house on stuff you probably thought wasn't really necessary. Um, It's kind of like, I don't know, I'm trying to think of an analogy and it's not really, it's kind of escaping me, but like... um, you know, if somebody thinks something's important and that, you know how people can see things from the outside and you're like, ah, eh, yeah, but you know, and when you're in it, it's not that big a deal. Um, it's like your spirit guides going, you know what, but it kind of really is. And I'm just giving you this opportunity to see it so you can resolve it. So how do you resolve it? Um, this is some stuff that I talked about in, uh, on Facebook and stuff this week is acknowledging what your fears are, acknowledging any fear that's coming up this week or anytime soon and saying it out loud. And you, you think I'm kidding, but I'm not like, don't just go through in your head. I just did this with somebody the other day and they were full of fear and anxiety. And I said, why, what are your fears and anxieties? Um, and they started voicing them out loud. And when they started voicing them out loud to me and I knew a lot of what the fears and anxieties were, but that doesn't help them. So I need them to voice it, right? So they start voicing it out loud. And as they're saying it, they actually worked through a lot of it and went, whoa, but that doesn't make any sense. And oh, okay, I see. Actually, this was not what I was afraid of. It's actually this over here. And once you realize, oh, it kind of wasn't this, it's actually this, then you can work on the thing that you weren't focusing on in the first place and resolve it over there because now you've, you know, otherwise you were misdirecting where your fear was. Um, I even do this myself. I have somebody who, a friend that I talk to, um, who's also a colleague of mine that when I know that I'm going through uh, spiritual stuff, just like you guys, I will talk to her and be like, okay, here's, here's what's happening with my fears right now. And I know the minute that I voice those, and, and I did that this week as well, they begin to dissipate. They begin to lose power. If you still work through them through your head, it doesn't have the same effect. So if you don't have anyone to talk to, definitely write them on paper. Go to my Facebook group. Put them on my thread. That's why I did the Facebook group thread. Um, it's because many times people are uncomfortable, and they feel like, well, that's just stupid. 
You know, they feel like I'm, everybody's afraid of that or why should I be afraid of that? Like tons of people are afraid of being alone. I mean, ton, readings, when I do readings, top three worries and concerns, career, love and money. I mean, people are afraid of being alone. They're afraid of not having love. They're afraid of not having enough. They're afraid of how they're going to support themselves. These are very common fears. They're not stupid. None of your fears are stupid. They are something that you need to release and acknowledge and let go in the group. There's just no judgment there. So it was awesome how people were really just kind of releasing that out into the universe. Um, because that's where this new energy is going to be like just kind of changing and shifting for you. So that's going to be a really good step for you. The other thing is, um, you, for those of you who are sensitive, your anxiety might be higher. I really should do like, I have like a, a spirit index. I should do like an anxiety index for us empaths. <laughs> be like, okay, empaths, your anxiety index might be at like an eight or nine this week. Um, so be aware of that. I, because I feel like that would help people. So they weren't just like, Oh my God, where's this anxiety coming from? So anyways, uh, the anxiety index is high and, um, that's where the low vibration stuff comes in. So, um, I always notice it, especially when it's coming in with a, a lunar phase, because I usually wake up with it and I can wake up feeling very anxious. Um, you know, if I've kind of worked myself into feeling anxious for whatever reason, or I'm around somebody, obviously there's a chain of events that happens with that. Um, but this week definitely had some anxiety, definitely woke up with it out of nowhere. And here's where I can always tell the difference. Um, I helped some people work through that this week as well. You know, use your intuition and learn to separate. That's how you can figure out if it's low vibration stuff is you separate by tuning into your intuition for a minute because the low vibration stuff, it works through um, basically getting your mind in a loop, a, a spiritual telecommunication um, or telepathy where they're just telecommunication, uh, a spiritual telepathy where they're kind of um, talking to you and helping you work into that mind loop and then getting you to have anxiety. Um, that's how that works. But if you kind of go away from that and like start tuning into your intuition, your chest, your, your solar plexus, your heart area and work through an issue and be like, okay, like, let's say that you had a decision to make or that you had, were seizing an opportunity or, um, maybe your job or your business, you start having major anxiety about that whatever. And you start going, okay, should I be having anxiety about this? Does my job feel stable? Does my business feel stable? My income and focus on your chest area, your intuition, the part between the throat and the belly button. How does that feel in your chest? And if you feel like, no, I really shouldn't worry about this, which is going to happen 90% of the time, then you can go, okay, so my intuitions tell me just calm down a minute when you, if you can figure that part out and tune into your intuition enough and question your, your, whatever you're having anxiety about and tune in, then what's going to happen is you're going to start to differentiate that it's an unwarranted anxiety, which then will lead you to realize that, um, you're being very open and susceptible to low vibration. Um, most of us who are very sensitive, even myself, it, we're, we're just very susceptible to low vibration because we're, we're, we're trained, um, to tune into all energies. And so 
the difference that sets me apart from a lot of other people is I'm also very trained to notice the difference between when I'm dealing with a lower vibration versus dealing with a high vibration. So um, it, I can work through it really quickly and learn that and see like, no, this, or I can feel it very quickly um, and feel that, no, I'm dealing with something entirely different here. And then I can make uh, adjustments from there. So since that's not going to be something you're going to be able to protect yourself from all the time, it's unrealistic um, in the spiritual world, you can do it better in the physical world, then you want to learn how to do what I just said and kind of like tune into your intuition and figure out is that warranted to to your mind loop and your anxiety that you're kind of building up there um, if it is warranted and you're finding that nope this definitely feels weird then then it's a time to make a plan on paper and be proactive with making change because this fear and anxiety that's coming with all of this stuff is prompting a lot of people to spiritually clean house, like I said, dissipate their fears and get rid of holding on to any concerns and worries in your energetic field that are unwarranted. That's number one. Um, number two, it's actually wanting people that the planetary alignment is perfect for change. It's, it's setting you up for transition and ch transition and change right now. That's sort of the theme of what's going to be coming soon. Um, so you're being set up for wanting to and, and pushing you towards being proactive with transition and change um, because with the new phase is also going to bring in some more opportunity and synchronistic um, uh, like synchronistic opportunities uh, universal opportunities that you might be going, I wanted to do X, Y, Z, and this literally just fell in my lap type of thing. So there's the three phases, the fear, which is an anxiety, which regardless of how you work out through that is setting you up for change and transition, which is going to bring opportunity. So that's, what's super cool about this. Um, so you want to address the fears and the anxiety. You want to face them. You don't want to crumple to them. You don't want to just minimize and just fall into a shell and, you know, in the fetal position and just be like, oh, tell me when it's over. Um, you want to voice them. You want to confront them. You want to let them go. Then realize if you're not one of those people, you're probably basically aligned pretty well. If you are one of those people who are like, yes, I'm having those fears, you're being set up to make shifts and changes. So my point to that is if you weren't faced, people don't like to come out of a comfort zone ever. The only way they come out of a comfort zone is if they're being shoved. Well, unless they're kind of just like a adrenaline junkie or something, but they, they need to be pushed out of the comfort zone. So, and what happens is people usually do dream boards, manifestation. They want all these things in life and then they get settled into a comfort zone and then they don't want to move to a different place you know, energetically or spiritually or like just whatever. Um, and then they don't want to move there, but you can't get to where you're really wanting to be if you're not pushed out of your comfort zone. So it's a whole thing. So in order for your guides and all this stuff to help you move forward into the direction, like stop being comfortable there because you really want what's over here and you're not moving towards that. So I guess if they're not going to move towards that, this is, would be like your guide. You know, if, you, if you're not going to move in that direction, then I guess I'm going to have to scare you over that direction. 
or I'm going to have to push you over in that direction. And the only way I can see how to do that is to kind of bring up these fears and these worries because then you're going to make a shift and a change and then you're going to head that direction where you were supposed to be heading in the first place, but you're too stubborn and you're just staying right there. So that was a lot. But <laughs> so hopefully you kind of are seeing that there's a, a whole positive pattern here uh, to where you're supposed to be going. So I've been working through all this stuff with all of you guys and for, for what I've been doing, I've been paying a lot of attention to who I'm around as far as people goes, because when we have a really heightened, um, uh, uh, moon phase, such as this, a lunar phase, I find that I am way more sensitive to people than I normally am, which is really not awesome because I'm pretty sensitive to people. So I'm careful about that. I definitely switch up the beads I'm wearing um, or, and things like that, gemstones, because that, for, to me, it helps with the people I'm around and it helps with the grounding um, and it helps with all those things. I also, these are the tips. I probably should have told you that. Um, these are my surfacey stuff that I do and then I'll tell you the deeper things. Then I really have to be aware of what I'm eating. Um, for those of you who are sensitive like me, I have to be on schedule with my eating in a more, I can't be skipping meals. That will just throw my entire spiritual, physical body off balance. Um, I have to be careful of what type of stuff that I'm consuming. Um, you'll want to watch things like alcohol and caffeine because that can make you shaky and just feel really crappy more than it normally would. So um, that's something that you're going to watch for, want to watch for is, is consistency in your eating. Um, make sure you're not eating crappy, um, because that would, it, anything of these things, if you normally, let's say you eat crappy and then you feel like on a one scale of one to 10, you feel like, okay, if I eat crappy, normally it makes me feel like a five. Okay. In times like this, when everything, you're so sensitive to everything, if you eat crappy, it's going to make you feel like a 10, like on a scale of one to 10 crappy. So everything's going to heighten. So uh, for me, I'm very, uh, I watch, I'm definitely aware of my gemstones. I have them on all the time. Um, I'm careful of the people I am eating. I'm, I have to watch my eating because if I don't, ugh, it's just a whole mess. Um, so those are the, the surfacey things that, that I, oh, um, I, can, I don't know where I'd put this one probably in the surfacey type things. Um, the other thing is when, when I start noticing the low vibration stuff come in, I clear my house like a lot, like all the time. Like we have, we, we cleared the rooms. We have incense going several times a day. We have it burning in our bedroom before we go to sleep. You really want to keep clearing and clearing, like everybody's like new moon, clear your crystals or full moon, clear your crystals. And I'm thinking clear your crystals. That is a good idea, but you definitely want to be like clear your house, clear yourself because, um, don't forget that. So that's like, you, you want to be doing that really religiously during times like these when you're feeling like that. So we talked about, um, the deeper acknowledgement of the fears um, the voicing it out loud, um, how it's going to go from fears forcing you to change to opportunity. So that's kind of super exciting. Um, and then the last thing 
I kind of went out of order there, so hopefully you're fine. Um, the last thing besides the surfacey stuff of what I've been doing, and I've been doing a lot of this, this other things as well, is you actually want to clear um, your physical spaces. And I talk about that all the time, but you want to kind of reorganize and clear right now because we're going into the opportunity phase. And so um, you always want to reorganize and restructure. So for instance, at again at my house, um, I anything that was causing me irritation or anxiety that would be like a space you would walk by, like my office desk always gets really messy um, or there's a like storage area on the way to my laundry room that just gets really messy, just things like that. I spent the weekend clearing that stuff out, reorganizing, bunch of stuff went to the dump. It was, it was so amazing. So anything that I personally noticed that I walk by in my physical space that is causing me irritation, uh, that has to go with this type of moon phase because we are ridding any type of irritation and fear and um, any type of that type of emotion, just anything that you're feeling, yeah, about, you want to handle that. Um, the other thing that's weird that I did is, uh, I guess it's not weird. Well, I don't know. Everything I do is probably weird. But um, some, like, emails that I have had for a really long time that needed handled, um, paperwork that I've had, anything that irritated me from my physical space to paperwork to energetically, I handled it this week. It had to be handled. Like on spiritual uh, lunar phases and things where I really am working through a bunch of spiritual crap, I get like OCD about it. Like I can't, like it has to be handled or I feel like I'm not moving forward in new opportunity um, like I should be. And it just will nag at me and nag at me until I get it done. So I just get into these really proactive modes which would be the change part for me where I just all of a sudden just am like clearing out everything. I'm clearing my, 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 uh, spiritual space. I'm clearing my physical space. I'm handling everything that's driving me nuts. So that's what I did this week. I handled a lot of stuff because I want to move forward in a very proactive way. And I'm excited to see what opportunities coming because there was a lot of, um, fears and worries that surfaced and so I know that there's a lot of change coming for me and so that's kind of interesting and exciting so anyways hopefully that wasn't too confusing at the end but I wanted to share like I said the stuff that I personally do because well because people keep asking me and I thought it might be helpful so hopefully you enjoyed that um don't forget if you're not on my um in my spiritual group my keys group, you want to go to keystospiritworld.com, uh, click on spirit community, join that or ask to join. We accept everybody in. Um, if you're looking for, uh, you know, things that I wear or I use, oh, cause yeah, I just also posted that clearing kit. I'm sort of obsessed with clearing kits right now. Like no kidding. I just, we are using, we're using a ton of clearing tools in my house. Like I am obsessed with them right now and so I'm making all these different kinds of clearing kits for different types of things because again that's something that I think that people don't realize is you use different types of stones or different types of things for different types of stuff you want to accomplish or stuff you want to clear. 
um, and because it's not really taught to you or shown to anybody, um, I thought, well, I'm going to make my own. That's what I do with everything. If I can't find it, I'm like, well, I'm just going to make it. And then I just get overwhelmed. So that's a, probably not a great idea. <laughs> but anyways, um, I got a really cool new clearing kit coming too. So I've already posted that up because that's one of my favorite things. Um, and then I posted some of my uh, new moon or full moon necklace. We already sold out of that. So hopefully we'll get some more of those things in. So anyways on the Instagram, on the Facebook group. Also, I'll be posting more of my favorite things and sharing more of what I do with you guys. And hopefully you're going to be enjoying those things. And, um, somebody had asked me, yes, I'm, I still do readings and that sort of thing. So you can just find that at Keys to Spirit World. I do them for now. Anyways, um, if you enjoyed the podcast, definitely subscribe if you're on YouTube or I think you can subscribe wherever it is. Anyways, uh, definitely subscribe. I have been doing better at my podcasting and um, have the most amazing day. Aloha.